This is The Relationship, where we kind of watch these relationship shows. We analyze them, dissect them, and hopes to provide you advice and tips to improve on your relationships. I'm Toya, and I have Eric and Jason with me again. What's here. up, Jason? Yep. Here we go. Good to One see you time. again this week, Jason. I <laughs> yeah. miss you at Life Group, so yeah, it's yeah. good to see you here again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was You're trying to recover after uh, What's My Name. Oh, yeah. I figured you were home having eggplants. So you <laughs> oh, make it to the thing. Yeah, anyway, that's it. Anyway, that was a different <laughs> podcast. You we have no idea what we're talking yeah, about. That's right. Uh, no, go check worry. out the past couple episodes or and you'll yeah. be up to speed. Today, we're going to talk about cultural differences. I did finally catch a little bit of one of those shows that you guys watch Which all one? the time. Which one? Which one? The 90 Day Fiance. Okay. I think it was real old ones. So I remember seeing one white dude that went to like Brazil or somewhere for the for the girls. Is that right? <laughs> oh, Easy, Paul yeah, yeah, and Carini. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We like, he like somebody mugged go. him and took his phone episode. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. They made it all dramatic. <laughs> yeah. And then I saw another one with a Nigerian dude. I think it was the Michael lady you were talking about. And Angela. The, yeah, that was crazy. And that's she what was, I here's what I don't get. He plays that off so well. I'm talking past Eric here. So well, I caught just a glimpse just of it. A he is, bit. he is, he is walking TMZ. Ask him about Jonas Brothers. He knows all about Jonas Brothers. I watch the news. <laughs> the I'm TMZ. Up to, I'm up to date on reality. All right, and what's going on in our world? I just have. Right. And here's the honest truth. After I watched a little bit of that show, yeah, I showered. I felt dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, I don't know how you guys really? Do that, Whoa, but, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just playing. Right. But here's Whoa. what here's what I noticed. Uh huh. Number one, they're just setting everybody up for failure. They're taking two cultures <laughs> that have right. nothing in common, yep. two people that have nothing in common, yep. not even the same age. Like they're finding every little difference that could wreck a couple and say, oh, let's put these okay, two together. Okay, okay, okay. But this show, they don't put people up. together. They don't put people together. Yeah. The people put themselves together, and Online. the show just goes, hey, we got a winner here. Yep. They've been well, dating online. So what you're telling me is that you believe reality TV is real. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where to go what? from here on that <laughs> one. So let's talk I mean, about cultural differences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the topic. Yeah. What does that mean for relationship? And we'll talk about some other differences, too, because yeah. some people listening may not have a... Right cultural or ethnic difference but we all got differences with our spouse so let's jump into your shows that i caught a little <laughs> bit of felt uh-huh. bad about uh-huh. and vowed never to watch again Tell yeah me right Till yeah right week. so uh <laughs> 90 day fiance the other way so that's where the American is dating somebody online. They meet right. them online yep. and they are leaving America to go to this other country to live with them. All right. So, um, so one that I thought I would never see is Avery, who is 19 years old. She grew up Christian, Christian background, I guess. And uh, she just converted to become a Muslim right, six right, months right, right. ago. Now, Christian background, let's back up a little bit on okay. her Christian background because it sounds like she was pretty wild. So she, I think she was Christian yeah. by label and not by acts. Totally. Oh, yeah. So, yeah I'm yeah, glad yeah, you yeah, said yeah. that. So, so she, uh, But isn't that most of Christians? Yeah, yeah. Cool, that's true. That's probably <laughs> a good point. Yeah, yeah. So, but she, yeah. So her, her family, it seems like they're mostly Christian. And uh, so she became a Muslim and her 
friend, her Muslim friend, told her about this website, dating website. So she met her boyfriend, Omar. They got engaged. And now she's flown over to Lebanon to right. meet him for the first time. Right, and they're right. ready to get married. Yeah they, yeah, they did get married. Yeah. And surprise, surprise, what she's been holding out to her family is... She plans on moving to Syria. Yeah, how about a, that for She's a She's planning to move to, to Syria yeah. with her husband. So you're you're not talking about somebody that's in the Islamic faith for a long time. Six she months. is months in and she's moving and to she's Syria. And she's 19. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And are they joining sh- Al-Qaeda or what, what yeah. are they going to Syria for? Well, because, oh, he's, he's Syrian. Oh, yeah. why, but he's living in Lebanon. No, they met in Lebanon. Oh, That's this is where they got married. This why it gets so confusing. So, I was thinking he was Lebanese. Now no, it just, we don't even know what's Syrian. going on. That's so, just where they were able to go to be safe, to, be, yeah. to meet and get married. So here's my issue with those. My issue, it does drive me nuts to see the American go over to that culture. Any culture, yes. Any culture and not and just think it's like appalling that they yes. have to not be American. I don't get that. What, what it's do they really think is disappointing. It is disappointing. I don't get it. I don't yeah. get That's why. That's why the rest of the world hates Americans. Right. We think everyone should be like us. I mean, exactly. right. I, well, I, yeah, probably so. That's another yeah. show for another day. But yeah. But when I first saw her, like when I first was, when we were first introduced to Avery, I was actually scared for her. You know, like yeah. this is serious. You're going from America to Syria. Like right. that's not even, that's like deeper than a reality show. Right. You know, that's real. You know, so yeah. I I don't know. I'm, and, and she's 19. And she's 19. And she's she 19. might change her mind in a month. But, but that that's the extreme, too. I, 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 and I, they're easy to come back to, but we got to go back to Michael and Angela again. Okay, okay. Because that one, okay, so Avery. So this is that, the strong woman from <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> yes, the strong woman. <laughs> yeah, with so. One egg. This well, is the see, one egg, see, that was strong the thing. Tennessee lady. So, yes. so uh, I, look at me I, getting the hang of this. Yeah, and I don't know that we brought that up, but let's bring that up. The egg situation okay yeah so she goes and meets michael's mama and 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 the culture is what over there the The culture culture is if your wife cannot have any kids then you can find another woman to have kids with and she's like is she okay with that and what do you think angela said oh strong woman she is Yes. She said, oh, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> After nah. she took another hit of sick, then yeah, she went back. <laughs> so, yes, she, 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 they get the bright idea, let's go get these ovaries checked to see if I got anything at almost 60 years old and really uh, tore up 60 years old. I'm just going to say <laughs> that. She, this isn't an easy is, life, no, 60. This is, uh, she yeah. is not. So, yeah. <laughs> So, so this doctor goes in, and we're looking, and oh man, I see one ovary. It's blank. It got nothing. We go to the other ovary, and we got one egg, and she is all happy. She's got that egg, and like, and the doctor's like, "No, no, you don't understand." (laughs) And 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 I brought this up with with. You know, when I'm talking about this, is like it's like the food that you've left in your refrigerator for six months in the back, and you find it, and all that hairy fuzzy. That is her one egg. It is not going to be baby bound for sure. So, it might be a high quality egg. You never know. You think oh, it survived man. this long? Like well, it's now, like I know you fossil. haven't watched that show. Like a dinosaur, <laughs> like a fossil, you fossil man. You never know. Never know. All right. So, but now we're going back to cultural thing where right. where she got starts getting upset. Where she all she wants to hear Michael say is, "No, I would never do that, baby." Yep. 
But he's not saying that because no, his culture says, "Yeah, yeah." So he wants kids. So how do you bring that into marriage? I mean, come I'm on, trying Pastor. To fi- e. I'm trying to figure out. So this dude's younger than her. Yeah, we're younger. Why? Yeah. Why are you trying to spend your life with an old one egg, angry? <laughs> In quote, strong, because white she, woman from Tennessee. Like she you, bought him Donald Trump underwear. That's all dude, he you wants. You can find yeah, a man. lot of other people. Yeah, I don't know, man. To do that, I, just like the nineteen-year-old. What? Like you're nineteen. You can't find a young buck around here that I don't, you can spend I your life with. I, yeah, that's fair. It, I don't. I don't understand, especially moving. Like converting to become a Muslim. Like okay, you know. I, you know whatever but then to move to pick up your life and move to Syria like you have no idea what you're about to walk into does she take a short course on Sharia law or anything nah, does she realize she all, all of what she's gonna have to wear and walk and can't do and she's all about that kind to of stuff? wait because at the end of the last episode he was like well in an argument I expect her to say nothing uh, yeah, so that you was, she should so. be my wife should be quiet quiet yeah, yeah. Yep. so we're getting there oh, yeah. man, I, need, I need Muslim wife <laughs> Yeah, that'll go good. (laughs) (laughs) So, what are your thoughts on that? Okay, you're in agreement. Good. I'm just practicing. I'll practice. Okay. I can can see Jill rolling her eyes right now. Here's what we're going to do. What do you think about that? Okay. No news is good news. I'll take that as agreement. Right. Well, there you oh, go. That's how I it would guess, be. Uh, I don't even know what that is. Well, okay, uh, but that brings up a good point because we're talking about different cultures. There's no question yeah. different cultures, yeah. but different faiths. Uh, that's a whole other beast because right. there, you know, someday there's going to be kids involved. Right. And when you're mixing faiths, what, I mean, where do you go with that? I mean, right. some of these extreme, I mean, there's an extreme faith differences. Yeah. So how do you merge a family with two different extreme faith differences? Right. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Tell me. Give me an answer, Pastor. Well, I have a friend who is one religion and her husband is something else. All right. And so now it's it's become more of they, they do have a kid. And she just said, look, I want my kid to be able to decide. So I think that's kind of where they are right now. So. Huh. All right. Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> I would have met. Well, yeah, I don't know. It. It would depend on the kind of the tenets of the two different faiths. Do, yeah. do right. the basic principles or the the pillars of those faiths, mm-hmm. are they in opposition to one another? Because I, I would imagine if they're in opposition, I can't imagine that as a parent you would be like, well, I'll just let my kid choose if you feel strong conviction that right. the basis of your faith is correct and the best way to live life i wouldn't think you'd be okay with your kid choosing something else right and obviously i guess it would work like you're saying like if one person is not as strong in their religion you know then then that's the only way but if it's two strong people like a christian and a muslim i don't that that wouldn't even it was different thought it's total different thought processes right it's just yeah i don't know how that can work I, I think it, part of it depends on how strong whatever the difference is. Yep. So we can, we can take this idea of differences across multiple things, right? right. You're, we're talking cultural differences. Right. Now we're talking faith differences. 
But think about all the other areas of difference in in marriage. And really, you hear this often in the Christian faith, right? People talk about, oh, well, we're unequally yoked is a term (laughs) that that they use. If you don't know what that means, there's a verse in the Bible that says, don't be unequally yoked. The idea is you don't want to be closely connected in relationship with somebody that has a differing set of values than you do Mm -hmm. because it's going to cause problems. So when you think about being unequally yoked, that can be across multiple different things. That's true. We may be unequally yoked in our values. We may be unequally yoked in our cultural differences, our Mm -hmm. faith. We, I mean, we can even be unequally yoked in our approaches to a number of different things, how Mm -hmm. we handle money, how we parent. I even think, and I don't know, we'll see if we have time to go down this road. Sometimes couples are unequally yoked in the level of woundedness they bring to the marriage. Oh, there's probably yeah. a lot of but that. But I don't know if we want to tackle that. So let's just yeah. talk about the other things. Where are some differences in you guys' marriage with your spouses where you would be, quote, unequally yoked? You got some different thoughts on it. Well, I mean, it's going to be hard not to not to jump into that wounded area because that's probably that's probably where we come from because you know we came from all right previous run, marriages. Run so, on right? down that all road, right, then, bro. Here we go. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we both had previous marriages, so the response to each other, especially initially, we're way better now, but especially initially in the marriage, we responded to the other spouse like we did our old spouses Mm. and that's a whole different world i mean and and so i mean i made my wife cry so many times early on Mm -hmm. because of that because my first wife was much harder person Mm. so 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 i'm a talker i want to talk it out and she's quiet she has to think about her thoughts first and uh, anyway so yeah so the wounded wounded's a big part of it that's a Mm. big part of it what about you guys toya um, for us, it would be, I guess, the culture of the marriage um, because, and it kind of goes back to expectations, but because Ahmad's parents were or are, they are very much in love. They they hold hands. They, you know, sweet talk right. each other. They do all those things and been married like 40 years, I think. And then my parents, where I never saw them date. I never saw them hold hands. I never saw any of that. But I saw them together. Like my parents divorced when I was in my late 20s. But um, so that was what marriage looked like to me. And so the that was what made us kind of unequally yoked was what we both thought marriage was. And for me, I was like, well, me and Amad date. We go to church. We serve like we're good. We're better than the example that I had set. So we're good. And his expectation was, well, we're not best friends. We don't do everything. We're not, we're not all over each other. So, no, we're not good. Okay. So that's kind of. So that's why yeah. you're cold hearted. As <laughs> you grow hey. in a family like yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, so many things are coming together for me <laughs> yeah. right now. All right. I'm, I'm praying right now as you guys talk. I'm just going to pray for Ahmad. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is the new. Oh, I forget. I forget. But that's that's where we came from. That's where we came from. So you know, we it was a lot of hard work, but we're here. I'm happy. He's happy too. I'll speak for him. Yeah, you guys are good. (laughs)
That's good. All right, you're throwing out advice over there, but get, you, you're not immune. What do you got? Oh, absolutely not. I There's a whole list of areas where we are diametrically opposed, maybe. We have different parenting styles. Mm. That is an area where now with kids 20, 18, and 15, we just have realized we're not going to get on the same page. Yeah, right. Now, if we were miles apart, we've moved towards each other, so maybe we're only yards apart but we're never gonna there's never gonna be full meet in the middle compromise Mm -hmm. in this area and so that's where you have to navigate the differences try to value each other's approach based on so do your parenting differences come from the way you were like for instance lisa's mom used to be like okay don't tell your dad but here's you know so so that (laughs) it's it's both and it's the homes we grew up in Uh and it's our personality differences and so Sometimes you can, based on personality, believe that, well, you need to parent this way because that worked on me. Right. And mm. I'm like, well, so like me, I'm a, I'm a rule breaker. Not in your face rule breaker. I'm a behind your back rule breaker. All so right. I'm always mm-hmm. going to, if that's a limit, I'm going to test a limit. If, if you say I have to do that, I'm going to go a different way. So to punish me or to be over the top with me, like that's going to control me, that ain't going to work. <laughs> but my wife's a rule follower in general. So my wife's the kind of person who walks in a department store and just has a guilty conscience and feels like someone's probably watching her thinking she's going to take something. And <laughs> I'm on the other side where I'm like, I wish you would try to catch me and see I ain't got anything and then we can talk about it. So being a rule follower, mm-hmm. if you apply rules and pressure and there's fear, that's going to keep you in line. But being a rule breaker, if there's all that stuff, that ain't going to keep me in line. I'm going to decide what the consequence is and whether I want to break it. So yeah. mm. she can assume then that if we parent the way she was parented, it should work. But all kids are different. And so that's one area where we've just tried to so, give each other grace, meet each other in the middle as much as we can. And at the end of the day, you know, for us as, as believers, we trust God. Yeah. Uh, these these kids were not ours to begin with. God right. has mm-hmm. given us stewardship for a season, and yeah. we do the best we can and trust God in the midst of it. And so I think you can do that in a lot of areas. Yeah. So we don't have to agree totally and be on the same page to make it work? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think there, this may be a whole different podcast. I think there are some unresolvable differences or conflicts in marriage that we will never fully resolve. Now we can come closer and we can try to close the gap and we can trust each other and communicate in the midst of it. But I think, but this area, like you guys, we started talking about these couples with these big cultural differences. When you have differences in values, and we talked about that in one of the other podcasts, we talked about values and having a purpose and identifying values that will drive the marriage. When you have competing values, differences in values, it's going to cause problems at times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about, I mean, we're going back to those shows a little bit where... It was what Samit and and what was her name? I, I was Jen. Thinking, yeah, yeah, Jen. Yeah, yeah. Where you're talking about? He was already married because that culture they, <laughs> they it was already prearranged, right? And so he's talking potential jail time and all that yeah. kind of stuff for his choices. If they but, press charges, yeah. Right. So, so yeah, that's the extreme of it all. But it's interesting you bring up those little things that I never really thought about before that you can actually, okay, maybe we don't have to agree on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, kids are probably the biggest thing for us anyway, especially with kids that, you know, some are mine and some are hers. That's, mm-hmm. That makes a difference too, but 
But uh, yeah, that's uh, I mean that's an interesting point. I hadn't thought about it. That's that's why we bring in the genius, right? Uh, yeah. Where's he at? Yeah. Oh, he's in yeah, the yeah. corner by what's her name's egg. We yeah. found him <laughs> right, oh. right, 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 right over oh. in the corner. Yeah, found it. him. Let's dust him off and bring him in. Right. So let's talk about that. Do you have you guys noticed in your relations? Oftentimes, when you find yourself, especially early on in marriage, when you find yourself in conflict with your spouse. Uh, sometimes it's a you know an unmet unspoken expectation other times it's a core value mm-hmm. where they are opposing or competing core values and you realize like when you're having a fight about money mm-hmm. right. sometimes it's because you spent money on something that you value but your spouse does not have the same value right there and so you realize well hold up we're fighting and so when it talks about faith or culture a lot of times opposing values will cause gigantic friction and conflict in marriage and we can usually get along with competing values for a period of time if Mm -hmm. there's enough financial or time margin but at times it will run into a wall i'll give you an example so let's just do the faith thing Mm -hmm. let's take a seventh day adventist Mm -hmm. they go to church on saturdays right right and maybe have them marry you know Catholic or something else that mm-hmm. Catholics have mass on Saturday too, but just for discussion's sake, they marry somebody who's like, we got to go to church on Sunday. Right. Okay. They may share a similar faith, even the tenets of the faith that Jesus is the son of God and some of that kind of stuff, but there's a difference in value. And so they can, at times they get a, they may say, well, we both go Saturday and Sunday together. And so we share and it's great. Mm-hmm. But what happens when now you have children, and Johnny has a right. soccer game Saturday night. Yeah. The Seventh-day Adventist is going to say, well, Johnny doesn't play in that league. Right. right. But the Protestant is going to go, oh, yeah, he does, because we can just go to church Sunday. Mm-hmm. Now you have competing values and differences, and how are you going to resolve that when it is so primary to who you are? Yeah, that's, and I, that doesn't seem like a place you can resolve. I mean, that's... Well, that, that's where it comes back to when you're looking to get into marriage. Right. Are you having those discussions on the front end of right. these are my core values, these are your core values, and really right. identifying, because we can talk about love all mm-hmm. we want, right. but love's not going to overcome at the core of you what you want to do and what you value most, because your finances and your time and your energy is going to go towards what you value. Yeah. Right. Well, because like Michael's on that show, Michael's core value, he really wants family. Right. Family is like way important to him to the point of it's culturally okay to to sleep with somebody else to right. have a baby because family is my core value is family. Right. Where she but, doesn't see it that way. And, and he's not being honest because he's scared that he's going to make her upset and that she's not going right. to pay for him to come to America. Right. So, but, you know, yeah, and that's that. the thing. It's like too many people in relationships that are fallen in love with the vacation version of somebody yeah or they just want to be happy so they don't want to stir up any conflict because they just want to be married so bad so then after they get married then the truth comes out and it's like well how do we deal with this and it's like you you didn't you should have dealt with it before that's it those trump draws are only gonna get him so far yeah that's it I know. (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a perfect difference that you're not gonna resolve and it's going to ultimately enter the lead to the ending right. of that relationship. Right. Just, yep. If he really wants kids, that's a core value. Yep. This person cannot give him kids. Probably shouldn't be giving him no. kids at that age. Right. And 
it's going to cause a problem in their relationship. Their relationship will end because he values kids. She can't produce it. So something's going to happen along the way that that's going to right. mm-hmm. cause a yeah. problem and some of that kind of stuff. Yeah. What what values have you guys noticed in your relationship where there are great differences that you've either gotten on the same page or you continue to try to navigate? Hmm, Toy, you first. <laughs> <laughs> values that I needed. Let me see. Let me think back. Now, when you're talking I, values, we're talking, I mean, just... It could be anything. I think we talked about this before, but like family, spending time with family is a, a value yeah, for yeah, Jill and I, yeah, right? Yeah. So right. that already, do, we don't fight about that. We go to her family for Christmas. We I try to hang you. out with my family on Thanksgiving. It's just a given. Yeah. And I think for us, it's probably more of just the dating life. So just getting out more and not not so much of what I want to do but just sacrificing and also doing things that Ahmad wants to do that I'm not really interested in but just that I need to do you know for him I got you so I think that's quality time and really thinking about what that looks like for us because I mean culturally besides that that's that's kind of what made us different um, was what marriage looked like to him and what marriage looked like to me. Those were kind of our issues that we've had to kind of work out. So everything else, I think, has been all right. Been all right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, core value. That's We share the same core values, which helps. And so I don't know if there's anything glaring in our marriage that I'm a busy guy. I like to be active and stuff. That's the only thing where I value relationships. Not that she doesn't value, but I value relationships like friends. And and, and so I try to be everywhere for everybody and do stuff for everybody, probably at my own fault sometimes. But And so that's probably the biggest core value difference with us is I have to watch not being gone three and four days a week doing you know over here one night at one friend's helping him and i I have to make sure i put my put my priorities in my family first because that's probably that's my issue though but that's probably the biggest thing she's the reason you guys skip life group so much that's it it's all her (laughs) you knew it it was all her i had nothing to do with it right (laughs) send her hey dude send her another hey by the way we're not going to be there this week this is getting out of hand course anyway. not you guys are out you didn't know but the last two times that we voted, you voted you us off out? the island all right hey okay. let's let's go back to because we got a little time let's go back to this idea of unequally yoked and woundedness yeah. i think this is this will be helpful to some couples who are thinking about getting married who can better discern if they should be marrying the partner they're marrying so the mm-hmm. idea is simply this We all have woundedness based on either past relationships, marriages, the home we grew up in, whatever it is. Uh And oftentimes we pick a spouse who's their woundedness or sometimes just their personality characteristics uh, pick at or poke at our greatest woundedness. I'll give you some examples. Mm -hmm. And I would call these couples unequally yoked and it causes a bunch of problems for them. So you take, let's take a person who grew up and in their home, they were always told, you know, they're nothing. They're never going to amount to much. They're a failure. So they got some rejection and abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. Now, they marry somebody who uh, does what Toy you said old Toy used to do, mm-hmm. which is in conflict, you get quiet and withdraw. Yep. So if I have abandonment issues, 
mm-hmm. and rejection mm-hmm. issues. And every time we have a conflict, your mode of operation is to withdraw because in your house, if you didn't withdraw, it blew up so loud, it got physical, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. So your defense mechanism is what withdraw. Right. Every time we have conflict, you withdraw, which makes me feel rejected and abandoned, my greatest wound, and blowing up every time. Yep. I counseled a couple, premarital couple. Here's another one. Uh, the guy was overweight. Did I tell this story before? No. I don't think so. So the guy was overweight, and overweight's fine, but for him, that was his biggest thing. His He was growing up called fat. He was always the fat right. kid. They made fun of him. So this is a, his area of greatest woundedness. Mm-hmm. So mm. him and his fian- his fiance is a Zumba instructor mm. at the local fitness center. Okay. Uh, all right. Now picture this. That's one, unequally yeah, yoked. Man. I gave him kudos. <laughs> well done, bro. But watch this. So just who she is uh-huh. pokes at his greatest insecurity all the time because yeah. she's about mm. fitness. She's yeah. about lo- looking fit. She's about eating right. Not only that, but everybody in her circle, her community, is about fitness, too. Mm, So every time they go out with friends, Mm. guess who he is? The fat kid all over again. Mm. Even though nobody says anything, her very personality opens and scrapes at his greatest wound. And I told him, I said, I can't tell you to marry or not marry, but I'm just telling you, this Mm. is going to be an area of your life where just her nature every day is going to poke at your greatest insecurity. You're bringing wow. up wounds and it's from, gonna, from a, I mean, how you got to deal with wounds from a kid? I mean, well, that's that, a lot. That's of, what I say. You got yeah. to, now there are some couples that their woundedness fits together. Now, I would call the relationship dysfunctional, but take right. co- two codependent people that need to be needed and they need each other and so it works so. for them because they're both codependent. Now, I wouldn't say that's a healthy dynamic, right. but they won't have a lot of conflict because they need each other and need to be needed. Let me give you one more example. Mm -hmm. Take the girl who everybody she's ever dated has cheated on her. Mm -hmm. She doesn't trust people. Mm -hmm. And she now starts dating the outgoing guy who (laughs) everybody's his friend. He never met a stranger. He's talking Mm -hmm. to the waiter, the waitress, everybody he meets. Just naturally what you would call flirtatious. Right. He may be the most faithful guy in the world. Never Mm going to cheat on her. But who he is will poke at her greatest insecurity. Right. uh, Which is someone and jealousy. And it will cause fights all the time. Yeah. So I yeah. think if you're looking to get married and you got to know your own woundedness and work on healing that, but you also have to know how your woundedness gets exposed by their personality. Yeah, we totally need to make this a show. You, you struck some chords there. Yeah, this a whole other, we, yeah we let, probably, let's make this one a could. show. And yeah, I have yeah. a question. The big guy, uh-huh. did, are they still together? No, they got divorced. Oh, oh. Married there, you divorced. there you go. Well, there's oh. a way to end this. But right? he has swag, huh? He must have because he pulled her. Oh, yeah, that's what I figured. And if he works on that woundedness and just accepts he is who he is, I think he'd be all right. Then he won't have an issue. Cool. Thank you all so much for joining us on The Relation Shop. I'm Toya with Eric and Jason, Power 77 Radio. All right, y'all. Peace out.